Hello and good day. Welcome to Conversations with the CEO. I'm Maria Cristalli, and it's my privilege to serve as president and CEO of Hillside. Today joining me for the podcast is Jill Niddle, Hillside's board chair and president and CEO of JK Executive Strategies. And along with Jill, we have Amy Patterson, Senior Nurse Manager at Hillside. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you, Maria. Glad to be here. You know, today it really is a celebration. Earlier this year, Amy was selected to be the 2023 Cheer recipient. The Cheer Award is a very prestigious award awarded on behalf of our Board of Governors to a Hillside staff that embodies the principles of our philosophy of service and our values of caring, inclusion, and excellence. Amy, it was so wonderful to celebrate and honor you this year. Jill, I wonder if you can speak to why Amy was selected for this prestigious honor. Well, I sure can. And it's been honestly my uh, privilege to get to know Amy over the last several months. Um, at our annual dinner is when we actually uh, were able to give the award to Amy and getting to know uh, what she means to Hillside and honestly what the staff and team and children um, receive through Amy's compassionate leadership and through all of her work that she's done for Hillside over the years, one of the things that really stood out for me was a lot of her work through through COVID. And it was really, really amazing to hear from her um, just really how they had to figure things out and really work with kids and work with families and work with staff to make sure that all of our children were being cared for correctly um, through the nursing arena, but also the communication and compassion that was needed during that time was really, um, really amazing and, and second to none. Thanks, Jill. You're welcome. You know, Jill, I absolutely concur with that. And, and I think about when the vaccines were made available, Amy was advocating for our staff our young people, education for families about the importance of the vaccine to be sure that all of our staff, the young people that we work for and their families were educated about the vaccine and why it was so important in keeping all of us safe. So Amy, thank you. Oh, Tremendous. It was my pleasure. And I wanted us to get back to where we needed to be. And that is why I did it. And just so we could all stay healthy and safe and get back to normal as much as possible. And we did. We got there. We did. We did. It was the journey. Mm -hmm. But but everyone pitched in. That's mm -hmm. for sure. It was a team. It was a, a team of many organizations. Us, the U of R, uh, Complex Care, Upstate Pharmacy. There was many of us doing one goal to get the youth vaccinated. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it's so great to be where we are today thinking back where we were, and you've had a remarkable 13 years here at Hillside, 13 years of service, and lots of opportunities for, for all the listeners out there that are thinking about Hillside as an employer. Amy has had a wonderful career here, and Amy, how about highlighting your career journey here at Hillside? 
Well, I started here at Hillside 13 years ago from somebody that actually worked in the foster care program. Um, and this is at the time with the Bridges to Health program was brand new. And they were looking for somebody to do some consultant nursing work with their medically frail population um, that resided in foster care. And I thought, okay, I, that sounds good to me. I was a school nurse at the time at a middle school, um, charter school in Buffalo, New York. And so I thought, okay, I, that, I love that. I love a second job. I always kind of work two jobs, um, like to be busy. So I came aboard part-time. Um, that part-time position led me um, to working um, at my school job, but also at Bridges to Health, and eventually got, got me to be with Developmental Opportunity Services, so with the IRAs. So Bridges to Health program was no longer in existence. Um, the waiver program ended, and it went somewhere else. It changed. It evolved, and I think it's to what is now Health Homes. And now what I do is um, I started as a consultant nurse for um, the DO services for the group homes. And I would go in just part time helping out. And Kat, our executive director of healthcare services, cold called me and said, we need a little help out in Buffalo. Would you be willing to go check in on the group homes and oversee some of them? And I said, sure. And I was a full time school nurse at that time. Um, and I started this charter school nursing program. Um, and I was the full-time school nurse, but I had, I got it to a really good place and I was starting to get bored. And so I was actually doing like, I would do lunch duty and hall duty as a school nurse <laughs> because I had organized and got my kids really healthy. But anyway, um, so I went to, um, the group homes and they were hiring, a, they were looking for a full-time nurse and Ann and Nancy, who was the manager at the time, reached out to me and, you know, and I was really liking the job. I loved working there. And I loved going in and just interacting with the youth and seeing how their day was. And just after my day job going there, it was just a great opportunity for me. And so it was like the, the last minute. And Nancy's like, I really, you know, we're looking for somebody. Um, and I would like you to have this job. And I said, I'm going to take it. So and this was at the end of the school year, I gave my notice and I started full time with Hillside as a nurse coordinator. And so from there, I went to a nurse coordinator. Um, my, my, my boss, Nancy, left, and then I went to become a nurse manager. And I've been a nurse manager in DO services for over five years now. It went by very quickly. Um, I still feel like I'm new, which is, I think, what keeps me going, right? And then and now I oversee DO services, at day treatment, as well as therapeutic foster care um, with other nurses. So, yeah. You know, Amy, pretty exciting. And and as you're mentioning healthcare services at Hillside, I think it's a, a not well known that we provide a whole array of both uh, primary care and psychiatric healthcare services to young people that we're serving at Hillside. So we have approximately 120 individuals on the team, LPNs, RNs. Pediatric nurse practitioners, psychiatric nurse practitioners, psychiatrists, and a pediatrician. So very important for anyone listening in the audience to come join our healthcare team. And it's an opportunity to serve individuals with complex and special needs. So it's, it's a, a great reminder 
for all of those listening into the community about what Hillside offers. And, and also, as Amy mentioned, we partner with a number of healthcare organizations and institutions across Central and Western New York to make that all work. So thank you. Well, I love it. I, I think, you know, I think that the best part of this job is it's ever, I'm ever learning. I'm always learning. It's ever changing. Um, you know, I came in thinking it was just individuals with developmental uh, disabilities, intellectual and developmental disabilities, but it's really mental health. And now we see our mental health focus is needed right now. And, you know, the impact that we as nurses are making and we as a team are making, um, that's one of the best parts of the job. You know, it's interesting because when people think about Hillside, they don't necessarily think about nurses and medical care. Right. Mm-hmm. And can you walk us through, Amy, kind of just what your day-to-day looks like, what the teams look like, and things like that to give the listeners an idea of what actually happens on our campuses? So when I oversee my, and I go into the group home and see what my RNs are doing there, they're going in to make sure that the youth that live in group homes, that they have um, quality medical care, that the uh, community providers are providing that. So they're more of a manager to them. They're overseeing their care. Where when I go into my day treatment and see how my day treatments are doing at Halpern and Crestwood, those RNs are giving medications. Um, They're meeting with the providers. They're meeting with the entire team to make sure that the school youth is having, you know, quality care. They're working Mm -hmm. as a team. very busy um, in that way. And, you know, it's great that uh, one of my IRAs is located on a campus so I can see what's going on in the healthcare campus. And it's a, it's a busy place. The, the youth are coming in when they're sick, when they're injured. Um, the youth are, you know, they're getting their medications there. There's team meetings going on. So there's a lot of buzz and a lot of activity in each of these areas. Um, and, and then foster care. We do foster care as well. And those nurses They're the ones that are um, doing intakes on the new families and the new cases coming in and the youth being put. So they're the front line, um, one of the first nurses there and are affected by, you know, the challenges of movement between foster home to foster home. So, you know, every nurse's position, every, um, you know, provider position is a little bit different Mm -hmm. on the day to day, all with the same goal. Yeah, that's amazing. And then understanding, you know, when you look at our foster care, do those particular people work with the foster care parents that and understand helping them understand the medication and all of that type of stuff? Absolutely. That's a key piece to what the nurse does in foster care. So they do a lot of training so that the foster parents know the medications, know why Mm -hmm. the youth are taking the medications, Mm -hmm. when to give it, how to store it. Mm -hmm. Um, They're teaching them about any diagnosis as well. So they're really working one-on-one with those um, foster parents. Yeah. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You you know, Amy, one of uh, the characteristics that I've heard from some of our nurses about why they choose Hillside and stay at Hillside is, in fact, what you're speaking to. The benefit of working on a multidisciplinary team that brings in uh, parents, foster parents, providers, uh, social workers, family members, and of course, working side by side with with our young people. That is one of the true assets of Hillside is 
the ability to be part of that team and contribute in unique ways. Why have you stayed at Hillside? It's working with those teams. I work with great people. I I learn so. I mean, the learning, and, and I learn so much from the behavior specialists. I learn so much from um, the psych providers. Um, we all work very well together. We may not agree all the time, and that's great that we don't agree all the time because then things are changing, and we're making, um, you know, we're making positive changes for the, the youth. Um, why I stay at Hillside. Um, it, it, it feels like a family. Um, my staff have my back. I know the staff I work with, um, I have their back. Um, we just work together. Um, it's challenging on a day-to-day basis, but we get through each day and keep going. Um, it, it, the job is fun. It, you know, we have a good time with our youth and the different events that we have with Christmas events and little parties here and there. And the youth, the individuals, they bring such joy to me. Um, and that is why I do what I do. And I, yeah. <laughs> she, she's all lit up. Really. Yeah, I know. She's smiling know. from ear to ear. And, and I think, of, you know, just the ability that I've had firsthand to interact with you outside of your role and, and taking a part in activities with some of our, our, our young adults, our youth, so many successes, Amy, that you have been a part of and, and contributing to uh, their experiences in the community. I wonder if you can highlight one of your favorite success stories for our listeners and why that was so special. The staff that I work with, I think sometimes it can be so hard because you're not seeing those changes. You're not seeing the positive effects and what you've done. But there are so many stories out there. Um, here's here's a story that could go actually to a couple of our youth at our group homes. It's not like residential place. It's a community placement. And they're able to work. They're able to drive if they want to. They're able to go out into the community. One of our youth really advocated for himself that he did not want to live in a group home. And the staff that we have, we're there to help them and we want the best for them. And he really, he, he didn't, he did, felt like he didn't need to live in a group home. He didn't want to live in a group home. He had a job. He was taking care of himself and how he was going to manage his medication. How was he going to get to work? How was he going to pay bills? And he did a great job and he advocated for himself. We worked as a team together to get him to be able to live on his own. And he is now. He's holding a job. He's able to drive. He talks with the staff. He's doing great. And that's a success story, excuse me, for your team. Yeah. Do they continue to have services? You know, when you said that they were still interfacing with staff and things like that, do they continue to have services after they move out? Like, how does that transition work? It depends on the young adult, right? It depends. Sometimes they're moving back with their families and are very successful. Um, And then then sometimes they're moving out to an apartment that Mm -hmm. has a little bit more of support. So it depends on the individual and what they need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. And they may have care coordination to help with those transitions that you're speaking about. They do. They have that tied up service. So we did, you know, recently we did have a youth that lives up in um, the North Country. And so it's about four hours away, uh, you know, the tippy top of New York State um, by St. Lawrence River. And it was a very quick discharge. Mom wanted him home. He wanted to go home. And all, again, very nervous. His and his 
his um, care coordinator was key to that. She was key to making sure there was um, a, a service provider for um, during and after. And from what I hear, he is thriving and doing very well. And he's back with his family and he hadn't been back with his family in almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a beautiful story. Yeah. Amy. It really is. Youth and families thriving in their communities is our vision for all the work that we do at Hillside. And this story is just a reminder uh, to all our listeners of the work that changes lives each and every day. We would love you to be part of the Hillside team. And so I want to thank Amy and Jill for joining me uh, today. And I want to direct all of you that were touched by the stories that Amy shared to go to hillside.com. We're hiring. We're hiring nurses. We're hiring direct service professionals. The, the, uh, the individuals that are working with the young people directly in the individualized residential alternatives that Amy is highlighting. Please go to our website. Be part of the team. We would love to have you. And I'm so thrilled that our board chair joined us today, Jill Niddle, our board chair for Hillside and president and CEO of JK Executive Strategies, and Amy Patterson, senior nurse manager at Hillside and the 2023 Cheer Award recipient. Thank you both, and good day, everyone. Thanks, Maria. Thank you.